2: It's nice because now we don't need to actually use the Snapchat account that we set up. We can just stick with the Instagram account. <laughs> now that they've made it exactly like Snapchat.
0: Uh, that's actually that's actually really good because I never used the Snapchat account. I and know, it's
2: funny because our first like Instagram story, you got all into it. It was it was sure shad squad this and that. And and that's exactly why I was trying to get you to use uh Snapchat, all yeah, those, all those
0: times. I I know it, and I remember the. I remember when we had the conversation about Snapchat. We were we were disc golfing on Father's <laughs> Day, and I was like, "Boo, this is boring." But Instagram came out with it, and I'm like, "Oh, cool! It's in an app I already have. Done. Let's <laughs> let's let's go for it." <laughs> Welcome to Apathetic Enthusiasm, this is Brandon Cruz,
2: <laughs> and this is Travis Menard, and yep. we're coming to you live from
0: New York City Stadium. <laughs> Where is New York City Stadium? I feel like New York City Stadium should be a place. Yeah, they should, they should tear
2: down Madison Square Garden and just throw up New York City Stadium. All right,
0: everybody. We're tearing down Madison Square Garden and we're building up New York City Stadium, the The home of the Los Angeles Dolphins. The problem
2: is, it would be like the TD Ameritrade Bank of America presents Qualcomm New York Stadium, New York City Stadium.
0: (laughs) Dick's Sporting Goods, sponsored by Dick's. (laughs) Uh, Well, yeah. Welcome to
2: Apathetic Enthusiasm, episode seventy-nine. 79? 79? 79? 79. Uh, yeah, if, if, you, if you don't know, if you don't listen, uh, we talk about... Well, now you know. Now, now you're in the know. Uh, we talk about things, and uh, and this week, the things we're going to talk about are uh, Sewer Side Squad. Sewer Side Squad. If, if you happen to have Instagram stories on your Instagram account, uh, you can't check that out because it's probably expired already. Uh sure <laughs> Squad. Sewer uh yeah but we're gonna talk about suicide squad which came out this last weekend uh panned by film critics uh by and large we're gonna give our take on the film itself as well as some of the other points uh dealing with the film and then uh another batman property remember we did like a whole batman month what was that was that a year ago
0: uh, not quite. No, it was, was earlier no, in the year, not
2: quite. <laughs> <laughs> At one like, point, uh, we did like a whole month on Batman, and this feels right. like it would fit right into that because we're going to talk about uh, a game or an episode of a game that just came out—the uh, Batman Telltale game series. Uh, does that Batman game have like a subtitle?
0: Yeah, it's it's Batman the Telltale series. Yeah, oh, nailed it. Good, <laughs> perfect. Um. Uh, and maybe we'll
2: uh, compare those stories a little bit and see where we land on the telling of a new Batman tale. Uh, w- what would you like to start with, Brandon? Would you like to start with the Super Saiyan Squad? It's started with Saiyan Squad. <clears throat> uh, okay, so this... Serious Saiyan Squad. Saiyan Squad. This movie has been pretty much since Batman vs Superman came out and people really gave that movie a hard time this was supposed to be the saving grace for DC's cinematic universe. This was like the movie that was going to make it all. Okay.
0: I, t- I talked smack about it. Not like two, w- two episodes ago. Suicide right. squad. Yeah, yeah. Suicide squad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cause we, cause we talked about, um, if this is going to be like the one to save DC, right. That's the, w- that's what they're banking on. And then also how it, you know, my thing was, I don't see how it's, Really wrapping in the larger DC universe, right?
2: Yeah, it definitely has more of like an offshoot feel. I, I a lot of people compare it to a, a Guardians of the Galaxy sort of thing, where it's 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 still in the same universe, but it's sort of separate. It's it's loosely tied in.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so uh, I wasn't wrong in any of that. <laughs> fair, fair. Uh, and but uh, just to get it out there, the critics, I, I feel like they were a little bit harsh on it. Yeah and, I think I, so I'm not usually like that And I feel like they were a little harsh, <laughs> harsh on it Where I'm like eh, I could see why you guys thought These certain things were, were up But but not that bad
2: Yeah I mean for those of you That weren't paying attention to the news this week uh, I think Suicide Squad had one of the worst re- like Critical reviews Or ratings for like all summer movies this year uh, I think it was around twenty two percent around twenty to thirty percent uh fresh, if you will, give a big green splat on 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 rotten tomatoes that Flat. that that made a lot of people upset. There was a petition going around, I think the next day that had several <laughs> thousand signatures of individuals that were um they were they're asking that like rotten tomatoes be like taken down or something like yeah. Um
0: I I th- I think it it'd be a wonderful essay for somebody to write on we we talked about Ghostbusters and that whole fan entitlement stuff and then we have like a completely opposite reaction where people are like no the critics are completely wrong whereas like Ghostbusters people would be they would have their uh confirmation bias and they're like yeah good Ghostbusters was bad I thought it was good Yeah really this right. is like oh this is bad no they're clearly wrong about it confirmation
2: without ever actually seeing the film yeah this is yeah well anyway we we didn't decide we're going to talk about the film without seeing it that's true we we got out to the theaters wait Uh, i think
0: we did at one point (laughs) did we? we we have talked about suicide squad yeah
2: yeah but we didn't we didn't we weren't going to come into this episode saying that it was an awesome movie without seeing it first that's right okay i mean and uh, and so I headed out to the theater at 9 a.m., Hey-o. which was kind of awesome, actually. I uh, I don't usually go to the movies that early, but it was like, yeah, okay, this is get up, freshly <laughs> showered, or alert, ready for the day, had a cup of coffee, and I went can, and
0: saw a movie. I can get behind that. Yeah, I can get behind that. Yeah.
2: Plus, it was only $5 if you go to the theater by my house before 10 a.m. Yeah. So while, while the critics may have panned the movie, I was like, I'll go see it. I'll spend as little as possible, but I'll go see it <laughs> um, but yeah, and i I got to the theater, and I enjoyed the movie uh-huh. more or less, so then I sent you a few messages. We had a few Instagram story sessions going back and forth <laughs> uh and then you went and saw it a little bit later that day, yeah, uh, tell I me I also saw t- it
0: in the morning, I saw it at ten thirty. Uh but that was <laughs> 5 early.
2: 5 hours later you saw it an hour later in the
0: day. <laughs> that time was time zones. Am I right? <laughs> That's how those guys good <laughs> guys zones of time. Ah. Uh yeah, I uh I couldn't see it at 9 o'clock cuz 10:30 was the earliest showing. But I saw it in IMAX and then they gave me a a, a first showing special edition ticket. They must have had extra from the night before. <laughs> and uh yeah, I saw it with uh saw it with my friend Patrick. And yeah, I <laughs> That I, obviously, I had issues with it, but none of the issues were as bad as uh, 20 to 20, 30%. It was Because it was more entertaining, and here's the thing, it was more entertaining than Batman vs. Superman. I agree. I agree.
2: And, and while I, I don't think this is a movie that we will be talking about for an Oscar special, you know early next year. Yeah. Uh that was never really the case. This this was always a movie that felt like it would be a summer blockbuster popcorn action movie. Uh not trying to take itself too seriously. It is a superhero movie after all. And uh yeah, I I went into it with that mentality. So while there are things that I definitely disliked about the movie, I wasn't expecting it to be you know, a cinematic, you know, wonder, so to speak.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Powerhouse, a cinematic pa- powerhouse. It was pa- power, powerhouse. Pa- pow! Uh, Ding. <laughs> <laughs> uh
2: So let's go ahead and start off with um, let's get these out of the way. Let's talk about a couple of things that maybe just you walked out of the theater and are like, hey, I had fun, I liked the movie, but this one thing just did not work for me. Was there was there anything in particular that you disliked?
0: Yeah, hell yeah. That's it. <laughs> That's all I got. Uh, yeah. The words
2: hell yeah. That was your problem with the, it, me.
0: The 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 first thing I said to to Patrick in my critique of it was, "Hey, this wasn't that bad." The second thing I said was, "Man, they uh I I saw in another review that they're like we counted no less than 6 uh, pop, pop songs or or other kind of popular songs, uh, right? Yeah, in in the movie, and ye- I counted probably eight or nine.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Like the whole soundtrack. I left going like, I bet that soundtrack for that movie's probably like a semi decent like playlist. Like it's probably like interesting mixtape, if you will.
0: Yeah, but it but it wasn't. It it didn't fit the the tone at times, right? Like the movie starts with three different songs that are different from each other. And then, uh, yeah.
2: And from different time periods, yeah. And don't and, all kind of, right.
0: And then there's other times where like the movie is gritty and it's kind of dark, but then they switch to a different scene and then put one of these popular songs in there. And it's like, no, that, that doesn't, that doesn't work. You can't. And I think that's what the problem I had with the movie is it, it tries to be fun, but also tries to be serious, but it doesn't, uh, it doesn't do a guardians of the galaxy fun and serious combo mix. And I will use guardians of the galaxy here on out because that's, this is supposed to be DC's kind of G-O-T-G. yeah, Yeah. jaw to jaw, jaw to Uh,
2: I understand that sort of tonal shift and, and inconsistency throughout the movie. Um, there are times, uh, where the action is up and it's exciting. And then it switches pretty dramatically into some stale dialogue, if you will. But, um, I don't know. I, I enjoyed the characters more, uh, as a majority, I, I enjoyed the characters. There were some that didn't really work for me, uh, especially the enchantress. Uh, I had, <laughs> I had a real problem with her and enchantress. It's enchantress. Uh, a couple a couple of the criticisms that I've heard, obviously the the CG is not outstanding uh for her and the the big swirling metal machine that she's working on, pretty much the whole movie, uh, it just seems sort of indescript. Yeah. So the whole time they're like, Oh, there's this ominous storm thing going on, but we don't really know much about it or what it's gonna do. We just know we have to go stop it.
0: I I was I was just a fan mainly of her like her doing her spell her spell dancing. It was like it was so it it was not a very good spell dance. It seemed like she's like <laughs> uh like like they pulled uh Julia Louis Juliet Louis Dreyfus to do <laughs> For her Seinfeld to do a lane dance. <laughs> uh, and and so they they put her in front of the portal right. That needs to be like a gif or something or something that I (laughs)
2: scroll past on Facebook where it's Elaine doing her enchantress dance or something. Uh, Someone with better video skills needs to get on that.
0: That's really what it felt like too.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I just, the, um, she didn't feel that ominous as a villain. She didn't seem, um, she, she seemed like an afterthought a lot of the time to me. And, uh, I don't know if that's a problem with the way it was written or, or just the way that it was edited together. But, uh, I, I never felt this, this real presence of her being like this villain that has to be taken out. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Um, Yeah. And she, and she pulled her brother into it. Right. And, and I think people were like, uh, I saw some reviews and they were like the, the, the brother, they're like, what is this brother doing? Like what's, He's the big bad. Like, no, no, you guys, you guys missed it. He's not the big bad guy of it. She's the big bad guy of it. Like to me, she's, she's
2: sort of pulling the strings, but she, in whatever form that she takes on is able to manipulate things more, maybe psychologically, but his manifestation is more of a big bruising actual physical presence. He's a tank. He's, he's the muscle
0: he's a tank and she's, she's the, the range DPS
2: (laughs) playing too much. Wow, man, you (laughs) come back to me. Um, well, and, and I think she, that character had to share sort of the villain duties a little bit (laughs) with, uh, Amanda Waller, played by Viola Davis. Um, but while she's the organizer of this team and is sort of in charge of, uh, executing everything, uh, even though everybody in the movie is a bad guy, she's sort of the the one force that's acting against them and and, and manipulating them into doing something. So, um, and ultimately when she gets kidnapped or or, or taken, she uh, she adds to the destruction that Enchantress is capable of.
0: Yeah. Um, but of she, she does.
2: It, it is it is an odd sort of scenario where you have a cast full of villains, and the the government agency lady is the one that, that is against them. And so she's sort of the villain against that. I don't know. Like it was that, that bit of it could kind of be confusing and hard to, hard to piece together, yeah. but is ruthless. There's, there's the one scene where they, uh, they're extracting her and she just offs a bunch of FBI agents just because they weren't cleared. <laughs> and like, they didn't have the room in the chopper or something. She's like, all right, yeah. we'll just kill them then. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so she certainly wasn't a good guy.
0: Yeah, think, you know. At any point? She, they did a good job of making her into a bad guy, which, which she really is a bad woman, mm-hmm. Uh and, um, uh, and they didn't have to ever say, uh, she, uh Waller didn't ha- ever have to say, we're the bad guys, which, yeah,
2: which has was foot stomped several times by the rest of the
0: squad. Ex- exactly the the squids, the suicide squids. The, we are bad guys. We're bad guys. You know, like it's it's a case of guess what? You don't actually have to tell us that. Why don't you show us how you're the bad guys? That's you know, it needs to be much more morally gray, right? Captain Boomerang should be like more of a jerk, which which he is, right? Yeah. But they didn't portray him as such in in, in this film. He was
2: more comedic comedy relief, I think, throughout than anything
0: else yeah yeah uh let's i want to talk about the the squad really real quick okay all right the squad itself the sewer sewer, search roll call suicide squad roll call (laughs) (laughs)
2: ladies and gentlemen first up (laughs) from gotham city
0: (laughs) deadshot deadshot played by will smith what'd you think of deadshot
2: uh, in West Philadelphia, born and raised on the playground, uh, where he sp-
0: spent most of his
2: days. Uh, um, we'll we'll let the fans at home finish that entire song. We'll we'll give uh, you we'll <laughs> give you ten
0: seconds to fill in the blanks. <laughs> don't do don't do don't do not do do not do not
2: Anyway, uh, yeah. So Deadshot, he obviously you bring in the star power of Will Smith, you have to write a pretty big role for him. I think in the movie, you can't make him a small scale character. So really him and then uh Margot Robbie as as uh, Harley Quinn, they are the stars of the squad, I think. Um I liked Deadshot. I felt his backstory about how he got captured um was interesting to me. Uh and the fact that like he's he doesn't seem like that bad of a guy. Yeah, he's an assassin. Yeah, he's really, really skilled. Yeah. Um, but his his motivations are are more so financial. And they, I think, kind of made him out to seem like just a guy that was trying to. He, he didn't seem inherently evil. No. Like that, he loved killing people or something. He was particularly good at it and took advantage of that fact and didn't feel remorse. Uh, referred to as a sociopath at one point. Yes. Uh, but we see by the end of the movie that he does love his daughter and he's not just devoid of love he is capable of it he's he's the one person that kind of turns the squad in this movie who are all at one point figuring out a way to break free and break away from what they've been assigned to do and he's the first one to step up and actually support the other soldiers that are there and kind of bring that whole group together yeah um
0: along with which i go sorry go ahead
2: yeah, but I, th- I think that I think that worked pretty well. I, I didn't dislike him at all.
0: No, no, he was he was good. He was good. Yeah. He was he was a solid addition to the, the to the cast. Yeah, yeah. Um. So we we have we have Deadshot. We also have a Colonel Rick Flag. We'll, we'll we'll put him in there. He's not really part of the Suicide Squad proper, but he, he's he more of the handler. Sw- yeah, yeah. He's- yeah, yeah. Uh, he's you think? the guy.
2: He's the guy with the smartphone app that can instantly kill anyone. Of them.
0: <laughs> played by Joel Kinnaman, Rick Flagg. What did you think of Mister Flag? Mm. Uh, I, I'm I'm, I, not, I, I'm, not, I'm not a fan of. I, I feel like I've never never really been a fan of Joel Kinnaman in anything. He's in The Killing, which w- was a good show. I think he yeah. did really good, but he played a strung out detective in that. Uh, he was RoboCop. He didn't really. Uh, I blame the script in <laughs> the movie on, on that more so than, than him, but I didn't particularly
2: dislike him. I just liked some of his motivations and sort of where he felt like at, they made him out to be just as much of a victim in the whole machine as the rest of the squad. Even though he was able to pull the trigger on those guys, he was stuck participating because one, his relationship with, uh, the doctor, the enchantress. Um, and also just the fact that Amanda Waller was like, I can, I, I, I own you in this and there's nothing you can do about it. So you're going to do what what I, what I say. Um, he, there is a shift in the middle of this movie where he goes from basically thinking he's better than all of these suicide squatters, uh, (laughs) to, to, to later just being like, Hey, let's all be one team and, and do this. Um, And I thought that was okay, but overall, he didn't really stand out as an interesting or particularly exciting character for
0: me. No, 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 no. I that would I would leave that to Harley Quinn. Yeah, she is
2: uh, easily sort of steals the show. Um,
0: Yeah, uh, I I've read I've heard that people didn't um, didn't think she got too much characterization. And I, I didn't, I didn't really see where that was coming from because I, I feel like she was fairly, fairly well developed, right? Uh, well, maybe not well, but she was developed. I think she got plenty of screen time. Her, I they, mean, her ass did anyway.
2: Well, yeah, uh, definitely. Uh, they <laughs> they spend time kind of showing her uh, relationship with the Joker, how she's kind of gone, how she went from being uh, a psychologist to. Psych- uh sidekick. Psychologist,
0: Psychologist.
2: Yeah. Um despite her small size and skimpy outfit, she was definitely able to hold her own uh in in all the fight scenes, which I thought was pretty awesome. Uh and yeah, it just she was she was funny. She was she pushed the boundaries of sort of uh the interactions and things a little bit more. Yeah. And uh I could definitely see them stepping off from this movie and doing a joker slash harley quinn sort of like standalone like that they could do that and or or,
0: or like a, integrate
2: them into a batman movie and they they
0: no i i'd, I'd rather see a, a harley slash poison ivy movie <laughs> like like they do it in the the comics and batman the anime series. <laughs>
2: You just want a bombshells movie, right? Yeah, good. Aunt Lucia, call him up. Do it. Uh, uh,
0: yeah, I, but I think Harley was good. I, I yeah, uh... she, she, she had, you know, uh, she didn't have like the hardcore accent that she does in the show, in the animated series. But sure. she does have like a little bit of that accent every once in a while. She, she does. Yeah, uh, and and I I like it because it's it's a much more subtle accent than the. Hey, Mister J. Yeah, yeah, it's not type, type it's thing. not over the top like
2: uh, it's not animated. Yeah, it's not animated <laughs> series style. Um, but I think she, she was good. I think uh, I, you know, we we were spoiling a lot here. So if you haven't seen the movie, but um, the way this is like the big spoiler, right? But the way she ends up winning out uh, and 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 taking the enchantress, like tricking her, like saying that she's gonna go with the enchantress to get close, and then um uh-huh. takes the heart out and stuff. Uh it shows her as being a very capable character that even though she seems goofy and and psychotic and and sort of out there, yeah. She's capable of scheming and coming up with good ideas and and finding a way to get stuff done. Um so I, I liked it. She didn't she didn't feel like a second banana that was just there to be <laughs> like what?
0: Uh I... A second banana. I don't know. You don't use that term in everyday no, life. I just think That's... it's a funny term. It's, it's it's such a weird, it's such a weird term. Like, hey, you know, a hey, second banana. <laughs> like, who, have, have you ever said like, yeah, this guy's first banana to me, all the time. <laughs> hey, this, this guy's like fifth banana. <laughs> That's my number one banana right there. Hey, I gotta go to the store and get a sixth banana fifth six and fifth banana I've just never it just doesn't make sense to me all right well she did play
2: I don't know sidekick what like uh don't hate on my banana banana analogies
0: no i mean I've Bana- heard, i have banana cheese analogies i know you're not making it up i've heard the term before <laughs> but it's just it's just funny to me anyway
2: so uh batman movie with what do you okay
0: what do you think what, of the joker what, Jared Leto. Oh, Jared Leto. He's not Joker. another non-squatter. Uh, not, not not a sewer side Not not sold. Not sold on uh, Jared Leto as a Joker in any way, shape, or form. Um, it, evidently they cut a lot of his scenes out that he he worked on. Um, I don't know if I wanted any any more scenes with him. Really, I. It makes sense that a lot of stuff was cut out because he did. Uh, because it didn't make sense for him to be doing his method actor stuff and sending pranks and, and messing with the the cast and crew. Right. And then him not to actually interact with any of them other than Harley throughout throughout the movie. Right. So, but uh, he felt
2: like a subplot that you could have removed almost completely. Yeah. And not lost a lot from the movie.
0: Really what they could have done along those same lines as what you're just saying is they could have just had at the very, very end, uh, Harley get broken out of prison by the Joker. Like that, that could have been an, the, an introduction to the character. I feel if, if DC, and people was, would like, oh, what? if
2: they were in a place where Marvel was a decade ago, where they were just slowly rolling out solo movies for different characters and things like that. Yeah, I feel like you could have taken the story arc of uh, Harley and the Joker and sort of their development and everything and pulled that all out of this movie, made a decent movie out of that sort of thing and added an actual plot to it. Yeah. Um. And then there's your Joker Harley movie. In the end, Harley gets captured by yeah. Batman.
0: Yeah.
2: And that rolls you into a Suicide Squad movie a few years later. But. Again, we we always have to talk about the fact that they are, in a way, playing catch-up. Yeah. So they have to do a bunch of backstories and set up a lot of that stuff through the course of these other movies. I I didn't feel like, even though a lot of this movie was backstory because they had a lot of characters to introduce, I didn't have a problem with it as much. I don't know if it was because it was so much of an ensemble cast and they just, you have to kind of figure out who all these people are but it didn't feel like they spent too much time on it i think really harley's the one that they spent the most time with but she really was the standout uh character in the group
0: yeah uh i i did like um i did like el diablo yeah he was cool Uh, cool. it's
2: mostly because you're an la mexican but
0: (laughs) yeah uh (laughs) i think it's my cousin that's my cousin jose man uh, you know, El Diablo was really really cool. I, I'm glad. I'm glad he, um, he was a big part of of the squad. I would have liked to have seen more from him, actually. Um, and I I think they really could have, um, they could have made his stuff a bigger part of the heart of the the film. Um, and I I I think he, his character pays off throughout the movie, but I think they could have they could have added more to it. It was it sure. was good. Yeah. It could have been could have been so much better yeah but it was good. I like
2: I like the uh, but better good the way he It was good he adopts the squad as his new family yeah and then and then goes to great lengths to to try and save them in the end I wanna,
0: so. I want to talk about uh okay just real quick we'll talk about captain boomerang uh captain Boomerang. uh he's really does it's, nothing for the he's funny um but pink unicorn
2: yeah That I felt like that was just injected because of Deadpool. Um, but you know, whatever, like just like make sure that we do something where it's a a silly stuffed animal (laughs) type thing.
0: Yeah. uh, Uh, killer croc doesn't have very, very many lines.
2: Mr. Echo. Mr. Echo. Uh, yeah. Doesn't so even though, even though he looks nothing like Mister Echo because of all the makeup and CG and stuff, <laughs> but uh, shout out for for my lost, lost alum there.
0: Lost is yeah. Uh, he's he's really cool. I, I like that they had the part where him, w- with him swimming. Um, yeah, yeah. Very very reminiscent of some really good Batman moments. Yeah. Um, just uh, that villain, uh, but otherwise he has like four lines for the whole the whole thing. Oh. Um, and then who else do we have? we have? Katana. 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 Who? there's something about that character that is stupid <laughs> to to me. Like the, the idea of like a sword that steals souls. That's cool. But I don't know if it was like that actress didn't do it for me or what, but it's, she felt cheap all the time. Like yeah, out was, of place was, or something.
2: It was sort of that like icing that was just like almost a little too much. Yeah. Uh, on the cake where it just like, okay, Oh, we got the whole squad together. Oh, by the way, Katana's here too. Uh, here's a quick thirty seconds about <laughs> her backstory. Uh, we'll add a little bit more exposition, telling you who she is, yeah. and then she's gonna cut stuff up in the action scenes. Cool, cool. All right, Done. let's keep going. Um, so I don't, I just don't feel like they did the character justice, and if if they had maybe more time or another movie to kind of expand on with her. Then maybe we could get that out of it, and and maybe that'll come later on.
0: Yeah, but. And, and I will say that, that Dallas Nagata White actually does a very good. She's spot on with that. Yeah, Katana her cosplay. cosplay
2: is is like is spot rise. on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, la- last guy I want to talk about in the in the squad. I think I think that's all of them except one. The most important squatty there is. Panda Sl- Man. Oh Who? No. who? who?
2: Just the Joker henchman that's dressed like a panda. That's like,
0: (laughs) no, no, uh, Slipknot. (laughs) The most important of all the suicide squad.
2: He's super important because here's what has to happen. They need one guy that they can (laughs) kill using the app so that everyone else knows that it actually works. Yes. And, and that's, that is his job that his whole, he, I think he has three lines maybe in the movie. (laughs) If that, uh huh. And then he's like,
0: "Okay, let's." I want to talk about I want to talk about Slipknot because, I mean, yeah, they need they need a Suicide Squad guy to get his head blown off. Know that. Um, but I want to talk about how worthless his ability is. <laughs> so so Slipknot, he's like, I guess his ability is to be able to climb anything or something. Yeah. Uh. And so in the scene where he's trying to escape. He he uses like a grappling hook and it's like a large it it's like a large grappling hook that's like attached to his belt or something like that and it shoots up and it goes <laughs> So slow <laughs> Climbing up the building and I was talking to, to Patrick about it afterwards is like they could shoot him they could. They could. <laughs> they like, don't even need an app for that. They don't need they an can... app. They could like just like they don't. They have so much time. They're like, oh, let me, let me go to an ammo store real quick, and <laughs> just then by, pick up
2: the right sort of bullet. There. By
0: the time I get back, he might be on like the second building, and then <laughs> and then they have time to, like clean the weapon too and, and make sure it's like aimed right, right. Yeah. So friggin' slow, mm-hmm. and, and like. What kind, of, what kind of power is that? Who is this guy? <laughs> and then, you know, like they, they show the Batman flashback scene, and with his grapnel, he's like, xoo, xoo, and he's gone, right? Like, yeah. Just yeah. instantaneously. And this guy, whose power is to climb things, has the slowest <laughs> friggin' grappling hook. Uh, it,
2: it, it wasn't about a display of power, it was about, hey, we're going to kill him with the app. Just get him out of the way.
0: I Do it early. I know it, man. But <laughs> so, yeah. like, and, and to that extent, like let's, no wonder let's he talk... got caught. No wonder he got caught. But like, <laughs> they like they people could like walk up the stairs like in Ghostbusters, right? When they're walking up the the stairs, right? And they're just like, ugh, like so slowly, they would get to a top of a building faster than Slipknot. <laughs> this this is this is probably true. Anyways, I'm glad he's dead. <laughs> there's a whole I'm glad he's like... dead it's <laughs> a joker line from batman okay oh okay
2: um overall i mean would you recommend this movie would you would you say hey like like i didn't take my wife to see it uh would you be like hey let's let's watch suicide squad at home hey chelsea let's check out this movie
0: uh yeah uh i w- mm, uh... <laughs> I uh, I'll just say like I gave like a six six to a six and a half out of ten right I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I I will be telling people at work like hey it's not as bad as they they say it was it was actually decent in parts and it was entertaining yeah and there are parts
2: that are bad there are parts that are bad in this movie yeah but
0: I don't feel
2: like that completely in, invalidates the the whole film as, in, in general so. Uh yeah I would give it six and a half seven I'd, I'd give it like a seven maybe just because I'm I'm feeling feeling like I I had fun I enjoyed watching it even the parts I really didn't like like the enchantress dance and everything I was like okay whatever <laughs> like just let it go that's let, fine let it go,
0: yeah. all right cool cool well what what did you guys <clears throat> what did you guys think about the movie if you've seen it uh do you do you think this is going to be the movie that uh helps dig DC out of its hole personally i don't think it is but you know it's nice nice attempt it does make me still wish for more batfleck though i want to uh, see more batman
2: s- speaking of an after credit scene as w- after we asked the question but uh what do you think about the bruce wayne cameo at the end uh where he meets he sits down with miss waller uh and 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 he gets his his uh, dossier of of metahumans, um, I mean, clearly it's a nod to Justice League coming out. Um, I'm I'm kind of confused by why he went as Bruce though.
0: Yeah, it's it's kind of a it's a throwaway, needless scene because he had most of that information from Lex Luthor in Batman vs Superman.
2: Yeah, he already had the icons and everything. Yeah. Was, so I mean, he set
0: he had the graphic design for all for all these <laughs> characters. He didn't need any more information from Amanda Waller. But i did think
2: it was cool that they showed the flash in uh in suicide squad just just for a second even um they they giving some credit to some other justice leaguers I, instead of just uh just batman
0: i i i read that that was zack snyder's directing in in the movie the the flash oh, yeah. the flash cameo is zack snyder okay uh anyway so uh yeah th- there we go um we're talking about Batman. We're talking about Bruce Wayne talking to Amanda Waller instead of talking about Batman. crazy
2: cool medallions.
0: Uh, which which I think is a, is a good way to bring up our next topic, which is Batman the Telltale the Telltale series. <laughs> Telltale
2: tales. Uh, yeah. So this last it just came out this week. Yeah. Uh, Telltale Games. If you're not familiar with Telltale Games, uh, where you been? Uh, but we've, they we've been buffed. they produce. Games that are almost more like interactive movies, yeah, uh, to an extent. Um, I I we covered Minecraft, M- Minecraft Story Mode, Minecraft on here a Mine- while ago. That's right. Uh, you've played quite a few Telltale games. Is that correct?
0: Uh, no, I won't say quite a few. I I, I played The Walking Dead uh, the first two seasons. Uh, played a little bit of uh, the Wolf Among Us. I want to play the Tales from Borderlands. And now this, so I'm, yeah. I'm I'm in it. Uh, yeah i i, I like I like the games. I, they're very they're adventure light. I call them, in mm-hmm. in the sense that you know, Day of the Tentacle, Maniac Mansion, Sam and Max Hit the Road. It's um, uh, my
2: childhood right there. You know,
0: th- those those full throttle those games were very, um, like the 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 clues and the puzzles were sometimes kind of nebulous and you're like that I don't know how this actually this item and this item go together to make a piece of chewing gum I don't get that (laughs) yeah but somehow
2: it works somehow it works the the story goes on
0: But I love those I love those games as, as a kid and so Telltale even though they don't have that kind of like very nebulous puzzle solving I still enjoy like the storytelling and that and that's really what I go for them is is the story that that comes out of these games
2: um yeah yeah i think when you play this game uh one i think it's an interesting option for casual gamers that are more interested in just sort of seeing a story play out they don't they don't want to do a lot of running around and doing things like that and it's a very easy entry level sort of game uh and and i was a big choose your own adventure uh book reader as a kid yeah so i like that idea of the selections and choices that you make Early in the game have lasting consequences, and that you can kind of direct the the way that the story goes based on the choices that you make. So, yeah, um, I I had a lot of fun with the uh, the first episode, I guess. Yeah, uh, hmm. of of this game, it's released, and I think five episodes total is is the first season. Yes, um, if you buy the season pass, I think it's like thirty bucks um 25. but yeah and it's about 5 bucks uh an episode and they have chapters i think it's like 5 or 6 chapters yeah. in each episode so um
0: and, and the, the, the this game is all about it's all about batman but also uh and that i really enjoy is a little bit more about bruce wayne a little bit
2: yeah it throughout the game you get a, you get an opportunity to play as both characters but you do spend a lot of time as bruce you are making decisions uh as both characters and and you can kind of decide how you're going to um direct bruce's life along with just making decisions as batman and and as a crime fighter but also as a a prominent member of gotham and and a uh and a person that a
0: socialite
2: a socialite if you will yes (laughs) um and i thought that was really cool i also really like the detective aspect that they lean on in this game. Yeah. Uh Batman being the world's greatest detective, he he has to go in and actually solve crimes and and sort of analyze clues and things like that. That is often kind of glossed over especially in a lot of the movies and things that have come out, but they really get into that aspect of it. There's a whole game mechanic where you have to link different clues of a crime scene to try and reenact uh, what happened? Yeah, um, I thought that was cool. I, okay. I enjoyed that part of the game, um, but yeah, and, and overall, I just I really like sort of being in that environment and and playing as Bruce. Yeah, uh, it was really cool for me.
0: There, there's there's one part where you are infiltrating Carmine Falcone's uh, high-rise apartment as Batman, yes. and the notorious
2: mobster balcony.
0: And and it does a little bit of that choose your own adventure thing a little bit where Batman needs to to break in but there's a bunch of thugs with with handguns. And so you in that choose your own adventure aspect decide, okay, I'm going to I'm going to hit this thug uh with a piece of modern art. I'm going to smash this thug's uh head into this table. I'm going to knock this guy into a pillar, right? Or you know you could do other things with it. There's, there's a few different yeah. options for each of these thugs. And so uh, it's Batman planning strategically to you are Batman saying, okay, I'm going uh, to play out how the cinematic is going to go. And, yeah, so I and
2: then, that was, and that then really it cool. follows that exact thing as you go through. Yeah, um, yeah as you're button mashing it, as it goes and things like that. <laughs> um, one other thing I think, which I didn't discover until after I played through the full episode, but they have like a crowd play option now yeah i don't know if this has been around for a while in telltale games but um there is a there is a there are a lot of decisions to be made as you play through this game and so if you're sitting with a group of people pretty much whoever is holding the controller has final say of all these decisions but what they did is they've added a crowd play option where you can put out a code and everyone with a smartphone can then play along and everyone gets to vote on the answer. And then whatever the majority is, that's the uh, answer that goes through, which I think is cool. Cause if you have a group of people and you're watching this and, and playing along, or even if it's just a couple of you, uh, I think you can, you can get everybody involved instead of one person feeling like they're playing and everybody else is just kind of watching.
0: Yeah.
2: Um. So I, I, I like that aspect too.
0: Yeah, I agree with that.
2: The, the part of me that played, you don't know, Jack games and fibbage and all that with you guys <laughs> Uh, I, I enjoy that, that added group mentality to it, but, uh, it's, we've, we've talked about a lot of Batman properties lately. We talked about the killing joke on the last episode, uh, talked about suicide squad. Uh, how do you feel the story of this telltale game stacks up with these other stories? Uh,
0: the, the telltale game really, even in that first episode, just, Blows the other ones away <laughs> <laughs> uh, I
2: I am inclined to agree with you uh, It's interesting not just from a Batman perspective But the Bruce Wayne stuff And the potential ramifications Of what's going on with Bruce Wayne uh, It's interesting I, I only bought the first episode of this Thinking like well I'll try it out And if it isn't any good then I'm out $6 And then played through it and I'm like Holy crap! I want to play the rest of this, yeah. and, imme- and immediately bought the season pass. So, uh, I highly recommend if you are a Batman fan at all and you have an Xbox One or a PS4 or I don't know, do they, do they come out for PCs on this yeah. stuff? Yep, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, check it out. It's yeah, it's not an overly expensive game, and you're not going to I don't break, know, spend break a the ton of time, you're not going to break the bank. Um, it, but it's an interesting story. And if you like Batman, I, I really think you should check it
0: out. And, and what I'm really interested in is if you have played it or you do play it, make sure you hit us back and let us know what you're, send us a screenshot of what the choices you made were. Uh, because, yeah. Yeah.
2: We, we, we made some different choices yeah. going through you. You gave me a hard time about some of the things that I decided to do. Oh uh, yeah, um, yeah. yeah uh, But yeah, we, we'd love to hear what, what you guys, what you guys did in the game and we'll throw up on Instagram or something, some pictures of our, uh, our final decisions on, on episode one. Of the yeah.
0: Talk yeah. Good, good call. Yeah. We'll do that. Yeah. Yeah. And check out our, Snap,
2: our, our Snapchat stories on Instagram. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. Yeah. That's all I have today, Travis. Me too. Me too. Uh, Actually, no, me... I don't I have one more thing. Social oh. media presence.
2: <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, uh, there are places that you can access our, our stuff on social media, Facebook, and Instagram and Twitter.
0: That's right. All those places. Like, at, all those places. At App Enthusiast. Also, <clears throat> look Apathetic Enthusiasm up on Facebook. And then Instagram, we're Apathetic Enthusiasm.
2: Apathetic underscore enthusiasm. Yeah, no,
0: that's what I said. I said the
2: <laughs> I said that. The, <laughs> the underscore was silent. Um, yeah, really, the bottom line is if you just go to ApatheticEnthusiasm.com, you can get links to all of our social stuff, as well as videos and... Blogs, we still got a couple Of interesting blogs up there And all of our podcasts, if you missed The bonus episode last week The full recording Of Brandon's Hawaii Comic Con uh, Panel, podcasting panel uh, We released that This last weekend as a a bonus episode So make sure you go check that out And uh, yeah, hit us up on the comments there Or on any of the social media sites so that we can Continue the conversation Throughout the week uh, about Suicide Squad and Batman and Something else. We we should talk about something that isn't Batman related in one of these episodes. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Speaking of next week, we're going to talk about Batman.
2: Yeah. The the comic book. The comic. Batman Rebirth. (laughs) Which I probably have a few of them over here somewhere. Yeah. 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 Um, Anyway, until then, until our next non-Batman related discussion, I'm Travis. And I'm
0: Brandon Are you you sure about
2: that? (laughs) I think so. All right, I'm ready to get back. We're talking <laughs> <the> Suicide Squad. <laughs> <laughs>